enriching your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration. And our last episode with stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Christmas is in the air. This is obviously going to be a weird Christmas with families not getting together as usual. And imagine how much worse it would feel if you were new in town at Christmas time. That's what we're going to talk about today with two stories about neighbors reaching out and welcoming new neighbors, which can definitely be done outside the front door wearing masks and still be effective. So in our first story, Amita Jagannath tells us that her young family had moved from the tropical heat of Asia to what they believed would be a winter wonderland. But their first winter in Chicago was a shock to them with the gray skies and the endless cold. The thrill of seeing their first snowfall quickly turned into worry about navigating on slippery roads. They had moved to Chicago with a sense of adventure, but now they were giving in to self-doubt and homesickness. And they hadn't met any of their neighbors either. It seemed like everyone was hibernating. Amita and her family felt like outsiders and Christmas was coming. And that was a holiday they had never celebrated and didn't understand. Their eight-year-old daughter wanted to put up a Christmas tree like the other families, so they agreed to do it, but they didn't know anything about how, including where they could buy a tree. Well, a side benefit of their wandering around trying to figure out how Americans get Christmas trees was that they started to familiarize themselves with their new town and get into the spirit of the holidays. They found a place to buy a tree. They bought one, and then they realized that their car was too small to get the tree home. So they started lugging it home in their arms, and they'd only walked a few steps when a man who had seen them in their neighborhood stopped his truck and offered them a ride home with their tree. So that was their first friend. And then they propped up the tree in their living room and realized they were missing something and then thought, oh, Christmas lights. So the next evening, they went back to the store and asked for lights. And the storekeeper got them set up with the right lights as they had no idea what they were supposed to do. And then after they wound the lights around the tree, they realized that there were something called ornaments and they needed those too, but they had no idea where to get them. So one evening, after looking in the neighbor's windows and trying to figure out ornaments, Amita saw a neighbor shoveling snow and went over to talk to her. And that neighbor explained to Amita where one could buy Christmas tree ornaments. So that was their second friend in the neighborhood. Now that the family had their tree, the winter didn't seem so cold and dark and lonely. At dusk, they got to turn on their Christmas tree lights. They had started meeting people, and they were starting to believe that Chicago would truly become home. Amita says the years have rolled by, and we have put up a tree every year since. It symbolizes a lesson for us to look for the stars rather than whine about the darkness. The winters are still gray and dark, but our Christmas tree outshines it all every year. Lori Bosco tells us another story about being the newcomer in town right before Christmas. Her family moved to a town that was 800 miles away from the only home she'd ever known. She was 14 years old, halfway through grade nine, and forced to leave her friends, her first boyfriend, the neighborhood kids she grew up with, and all her cousins, aunts, and uncles. And they moved during Christmas break. So Lori couldn't even start meeting other kids at school. And then Christmas Eve arrived, and Lori's mother was cooking a chicken instead of her usual turkey 
because as she said, it was just us. Lori says it was so depressing, especially since Christmas Eve back home had always been a huge celebration filled with traditions and their large extended family. After choking down the chicken dinner and trying not to cry in front of her parents and siblings, Lori took a long walk until she wasn't even sure where she was. Then she turned a corner and heard party sounds coming from one of the houses. There was a girl a little older than her hanging out her front door. Hey there, Merry Christmas, she yelled over the music. Where are you going? Just walking, Lori answered, looking away. The girl called back, you look frozen. Do you want to come in and warm up? We've got a warm fire, hot chocolate and homemade cookies. Everyone is singing Christmas carols. Why don't you join us? The more the merrier. Lori took her up on her invitation and had a great time. And it turned out she had walked in a big circle. So she was actually back in her own neighborhood. She walked home with a little bounce in her step, enjoying the new fallen snow and the lights and Christmas decorations. And as she passed people in her new neighborhood, they all said hello and wished her a Merry Christmas. Lori says, it's been decades since that Christmas Eve when strangers welcomed a lonely teenager into their home. They showed me that Christmas is about caring and opening your heart and sometimes your home to people who need a friendly smile or a warm place to feel welcome. Of course, this year, those new friendships will be taking place outside, bundled up in coats, but still, they can happen. If you'd like to share Chicken Soup for the Soul, Christmas is in the Air with your friends and neighbors, you can look for it at Walmart and your local bookstore or order it on Amazon as a physical book or as an ebook. We're donating royalties from this book and our past Christmas books as well to the wonderful Toys for Tots organization, which helps keep the holidays magical for so many families. We're already collecting stories for next year's book too. So if you'd like to join our family of storytellers, visit chickensoup.com and click on submit your story and come back for our next episode to talk about how age really is just a number with a couple of hilarious stories about finding humor in the new normal as we age. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.